gonna write a book about everything. So many things that we can explore. Documented in a series of podcasts. I'm not sure what we're doing this for. Flat 29's big book of everything. Burn all the textbooks cause they're obsolete. It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every other week Hi, I'm Dan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Rich. And we're collectively known as Flat29. And this is Flat29's Big Book of Everything, Chapter 44, on water. What a lovely time we're going to have. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Nailed it. Pun one. Hey, um, thanks for listening, guys. First of all, I hope you have all gone and downloaded uh, our last episode of Fist Bumping. Remember, it wasn't released on this uh, podcast feed. It was released on the Fist Bumping podcast feed. So right at the top, if you haven't heard Fist Bumping episode four on weddings, go and get that right now. Flat29.com slash Fist Bumping. Should we just give them a second to do that? Stop listening to this. I, maybe we should just recommend it. I mean, I, I listened to it quite a long time after it came out and i thought hmm this is pretty good <laughs> well so, there strong you go. Words a recommendation there. from me saying <laughs> you should probably listen to it too because what i think is okay you'll think is great <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about Char- you charlie's just a more discerning listener than the likes of you it's true yes well waterway i'm just gonna say the same pun again does that count waterway (laughs) to start this podcast and this podcast is all about water what do you think guys is he a fan of water yeah it's necessary i'm like 70 percent water so i i'm quite a fan what how does your water fandom manifest itself i'm wondering you claim to be a fan but you haven't got the t-shirts i've got a blue t-shirt that's the color of water (laughs) i suppose so what is the logo of water h2o Oh, it is, I suppose, isn't it? I suppose it is. It's a kind of logo, as much as anything can be. Well, hey, what would be the shittest thing about being a sailor? Whoa, you <laughs> threw just, that one in there. Well, I, I think I think first off, it's probably going to be the boatloads of seamen. Um, <laughs> what, I mean, what, what sort of type of sailor are we talking about? Are we talking about the new modern day sailor who, you know, goes about in your big motor yacht or your you know, oil tanker? Or are we talking about olden day... Let's climb the mizzen mast and, you know, play on the rigging. <laughs> Ahoy from the crows, my so Play on the rigging. Thing. I'm talking about, Charlie, a cartoon man, and let's be honest, a cartoon man, wearing uh, flared blue trousers, a stripy top, a little hat, and he's probably doing a kind of jig. Are you with me? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that is um, Master Bates from uh, Pugwash, isn't it? Almost all of my seafaring experience comes from the children's book Catsing Pugwash, and I met the author, and he signed a book for me. So, what do you think about did that? Did he confirm whether the cabin boy is called Roger or Tom? Uh, I did not ask him I was for. Because there's a long-running joke that the cabin boy is called Roger, which, to be mm. fair, is hilarious. But... <laughs> In the version that I had, um, I did dig it out to double-check this, he mm. was called Tom, so I think I had, like, a redacted version. I thought he was called Tom. There was obviously a blue version for the uh, for the mums and dads. Well, maybe, or I think it's just, it might just be an urban myth that it was Seaman Staines and Master Bates and Roger the Cabin Boy were yeah. the characters. I'm not sure how true that is. Rich, do you know this book? I don't, actually. Yeah, I thought you might know. You're probably Which indicative of, m- of most listeners at this stage, me and Charlie talking about a beloved children's book. I love it. I have heard of it um what i want to know is did the author sign it in water <laughs> uh ink which is a kind of water just blacker 
Is it though? Well, there's probably well, some mainly kind of water. water. Mainly water. There must be some water in there somewhere. It's water with particles suspended in it. Yeah. Racist. <laughs> Well, look, I want to talk about semen, all right? And let's not take that in any other way than the spirit which isn't intended. I'm interested in the life of a sailor. Uh, You're out there on the open waves. It's quite a romantic notion. Uh, What do you think it would be like? Do you reckon you'd cope? Sailors get scurvy. They do, don't they? Back back in 1879, yes. It's a lack of vitamin C. Sailors hate lemons. Why would they hate lemons? Well, because that's why they get scurvy, because they won't eat them. Is that right? No, it was because they had a complete lack of fresh fruit and vegetables on their ships. So limes, especially, and lemons, you know, stopped them getting scurvy. So when someone figured that out, they stopped getting scurvy. So they like limes. Oh, they like limes. Sorry, I got it wrong. It's (laughs) easy to do, isn't it? Do they just suckle on a lime? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's got a really high concentration of vitamin C in, so it stops your gums going black and your teeth falling out and various other associated things with scurvy. Can I ask you a controversial question, Charlie? Um, (laughs) Does semen have vitamin C in it? Oh, that is a good question. That is a good question. And uh, can we clarify now that we are talking about (laughs) sperm? Yeah, we are. I'm going to say not in its genetic makeup, but possibly if you eat something that's extremely high in vitamin Uh, C, some may wake its way in. If you eat the sperm of someone with scurvy, you're going to catch scurvy, I imagine. No, because it's not not a transmittable disease. (laughs) All right, that's not what I mean. But what I mean is there will be no vitamin C in that sperm. Well, yeah. What does scurvy do, though? Uh, Can you die of it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's whatever oh. you need vitamin C for, which I don't remember now. But... It's not just like an STD, like, um, no, you know, no, it's trendy. <laughs> They're cool, aren't they? Is that yeah. because all of your friends have got one? <laughs> what, you haven't? <laughs> STDs. Scurvy is not, is not cool anymore, is it? We need to raise the profile of scurvy. Mm, no one's getting it nowadays. We've I'm got sure too it will much. come back. I mean, because we've got all, you know, here with our epidemic of obesity and kids eating badly, Ricketts is coming back. Oh, Pooping cough is coming back, that's so good. you know soon scurvy's going to come. I'm a, I'm an advocate of medieval diseases. You can oh, put, yeah. you can write that down. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, who definitely isn't going to get scurvy. Who the, the man from Del Monte? No, no, not at all. In many ways, he's going to have the opposite of scurvy. <laughs> he's the anti-scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like we're all going to die, and then there's just going to be one bloodline from the man from Del Monte, <laughs> and he'll have little Del Monte children, <laughs> and they'll all live on tinned fruit. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the uh, the man from Del Monte is he's famously very promiscuous because he always says yes. So if you ask him to top in the sack, he say yes. He's in there. <laughs> Was that the slogan? He <laughs> yeah, say yes. He say yes. That is the slogan. The man from Del Monte. He say yes. Wink, is that, wink. Is that, that sounds racist, like it's kind like, of yeah, some it's sort a bit of racist, racist, isn't it? Yeah, it is a little bit. Linguistic yes. stereotype. It is a bit, isn't it? I never really thought about it, but they don't really have that slogan anymore, as far as I'm aware. Probably for that reason. So what we're saying is, the man from Del Monte is a racist. Well, no, no, no. Del Monte is a racist. We're not saying that he is. Yeah, the he... man's the victim. He just loves limes. When's he gonna say no? When's he finally gonna <laughs> pluck out the courage to say no? Just He's say pro- no. Does the man from Del Monte say yes to everything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I can say to that. <laughs>
<laughs> I love the man. He wears like linen suits, doesn't I, he? And he like does, a Panama hat. Well, anyway, yeah. look. Let's conclude this. Sailor Charlie, yes or no? But what type of sailor are we talking <laughs> about? Just, we never yes, 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 or no yes, or no. yes or no? Are we talking like 1600s yes, or modern right. day? Rich sailor, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> there we go. See, Charlie, it's not that hard. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's decided then. I know what the man from Del Monte say. Talking about a subject, going off topic a bit. Dan said something funny, Charlie laughed and so did Rich. Now, have you guys seen uh, Google Maps recently? Yes, I use it on a daily basis. What they've started doing is mapping the sea. Have you seen this? Recently. Sounds like a waste of time. It's, I mean, who, who's going in the sea? Uh, I'm guessing a, a, some seamen, <laughs> uh, for want of a better phrase. Some diver guys. But if you go on Google Maps, you can see it, and you can do, like, rotate around and see all the, all the sea life. It's very exciting. Do you know what I thought about it, though? It's what? The sea is just land covered by sea. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Someone's had an insight. Whoa. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing that hit home after looking at this it. This is how Nobel Prizes happen. <laughs> so, what do you mean, Rich? Well, you don't appreciate that there's something the the bottom of the sea, do you? <laughs> so you just see blue and just think, I'm not worried about what's going on in the Well, there. you just think, like, it goes down forever, don't you? But actually, <laughs> Where do you think just... the beach goes to? It just suddenly stops and it's just like an abyss. <laughs> no, what I find quite scary is that there's, like, a drop-off, isn't there, where it's all a certain depth, isn't it? Yeah. And then I'm it not... goes... <laughs> no. And then you're like, what... Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Clarify. Yes. <laughs> All the time, right in That's the middle of the sea. That's not constant for beaches, Rich. You've just the, made that up. The middle of the sea is the deepest, isn't it? No, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think. No, how would that work if the sea I was like, like a triangle? I'm thinking of a small child about how geography works. So Quick, find the yeah. middle. In the middle of the sea is the deepest point, and it gradually gets more shallow as you go towards the beaches. He thinks it's like a swimming pool with a deep end and a shallow end. <laughs> no bombing. It's like a bowl. You know, it's deeper in the middle, and as you go out towards the edges, it gets a bit shallower. Oh, that's nice. It's a lovely image. Um, so when you were looking at the undersea world, Rich, did you think it looked like a welcoming place? I don't like sea creatures. No, they're a bit weird, aren't they? And that they say, don't they, that like there's loads of shit we don't know about under the sea, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a uh, that's a Brian Cox <laughs> quote, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, there's loads of shit we don't know about under the sea. <laughs> Who else goes under the sea? Attenborough. Not just Brian Cox. That's he's it. always down there. He, to be honest, he's more so than Cox. I think I was thinking about space. It's easy to get them too confused. <laughs> yeah. How much? What's the percentage of water in the air? Seventy. Yeah, it's about seventy percent. Well, the Earth's surface is covered. I don't know what the volume of the Earth is Do made up of water is. Oh, the actual 70. coverage of you know, if you just did uh, the outside, like the, the outside. Yeah, it's about seventy percent. The same mm. as water in a human body. I think it might be a bit more in this human body, but yeah. Whoa. Let's say that's the case. God exists! <laughs> it sounds like a really good, good statistic to have. That's amazing, isn't it? What if the world is just a big bloke? Yeah. Big yeah. fat bloke. 
<laughs> big old fat bloke. I think we probably poked him in the eye by now and pissed him off. He is pissed off. Have you seen the hurricanes and all that? He's furious. That's him just having a snooze, isn't it? Yeah, fair point. Um, but what do you reckon, right? So if if Google Maps are down there in their underwater Google car taking pictures of the sea, what do you reckon we're going to find? I'm going to say Aquaman. Ah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Sharky in his and natural George. environment. Yeah, that'd be good. Sebastian the Crab. Tinned tuna. <laughs> tinned. Already tinned. <laughs> you, you're saying they just find the cans on the bottom that are filled with tuna. Tuna cuts itself up and gets into the cans by itself. No, what are you on about? Tuna's just a myth. It never exists outside no. the can. Tuna's just a constitute of some beef and stuff. Why bother? Gross. Because just to keep people on their toes. <laughs> I suppose good a reason as Everyone any, isn't it? thinks, you know, if, some, if I come up to you and said tuna fish doesn't exist, yeah. you'd probably have to have a week off in a dark <laughs> room, wouldn't you? Probably, yeah. Having <laughs> lots of tuna sandwiches. <laughs> going, what? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I would definitely question a lot of things uh, to do with the sea. Would you analyse some tuna if I told you that? Would you uh, analyze some tuna? This <laughs> <laughs> sounded like your lyrics, didn't it? <laughs> nice. mate, mate, I suppose I'd probably have to. <laughs> um, where would you like to visit in the sea? Where would uh, you like to go? I don't want to get in the sea, but I do want to see like the big, crazy fish that are like yeah. undiscovered. Yeah. These weird, like to... huge mammoth fish that are like, what? <laughs> they found one the other day that was, what? well, no, they announced the other day that one that washed up in Australia was like a bottlenosed whale or something. It's like super, super rare, and it washed up dead on the beach. Whales are like sad sea dwellers, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, like, they are. Mm. They're just sort of, aren't they? Cheer up, whales! I've never heard a happy story about a whale. <laughs> It's a really good point, though. In in folklore, fairy tales, all stories about whales are deeply melancholic, hmm. aren't they? Pinocchio, sad. Does a whale eat Pinocchio? Well, there's all kind of slave donkey children down there, aren't they? I, I don't remember what happens I in Pinocchio. I can't remember Pinocchio. Does the whale eat Pinocchio? I think so. I didn't know there was a whale in Pinocchio. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. Do correct me if I'm wrong, I think I've watched it all the way through. Really? It gets quite dark. We're going to get emails, aren't we, telling us why we're wrong. <laughs> what happens? I can't think of a better way to find out the what happens in Pinocchio than record it on a podcast, wait a month, and get someone <laughs> yeah. to email us. <laughs> Let's do that. So what happens in Pinocchio, please? Uh, if you can send us the best summary... Uh, uh, we'll read it out. Send us an email. Podcast at flat29.com. 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 Well, hey, how about this? Have you guys ever played Echo the Dolphin? Yes. I have very yeah. briefly and I hated it. <laughs> I didn't like it either. It's, well, that is a very common reaction to Echo the Dolphin. For those of you who don't know, it's a game for the Mega Drive or Genesis, if you're uh, incorrect. And it is a game where you play as a little dolphin. You have to zoom around, use your sonar, and sometimes you can turn into a bird. 
But the first level's really fun. Second level is bloody hard. No one gets past it. No one's ever seen the rest of the, the game. The problem is the levels are so big on it, and yeah. you get, it's like a maze, and you get lost, yeah. and then you run out of air and you die or something. Just start. You have to start again. It's yeah, shit. It's isn't really, it? really yeah. irritating. But I kind of love it, and I've played it quite a lot. Do you like that? I, you know, when you're underwater in Echo the Dolphin, you have to get air bubbles to breathe and that happens in a lot of games doesn't it like in sonic you have to get an air bubble yes but sonic is a hedgehog and he's not supposed to be underwater well, dolphins are kind of made i mean a bit yeah, they, they are can't breathe. they are mammals and they have to go yeah. up to breathe air but yeah, yeah, his yeah, lung yeah. capacity is poor <laughs> it really is well what do you reckon that would work in real life to suck in an air bubble in underwater no i really like i really like that idea i'm not clever enough to properly prove whether it would or not but <laughs> i just saying no i'm gonna say yes it would i would really be satisfied I think to open up a chest, a big air bubble pops out, and you're in water, and you just drink it up like whop whop. Uh, I don't think it would because you're in some water, right? Yeah. An air bubble yep. comes along, yeah. Yep. You burst that air bubble. No, okay, that wouldn't work. No, that wouldn't work. The thing to do would be to collect it in a bag, you see, and then inhale the air from the bag. Because if like you try and straw. drink it in, as you say, Dan, you just swallow it, and that'd be no use to anybody. Yeah. But if you yeah, collected yeah. it, so you could. You know, suck it and actually inhale it into your lungs. It would work fine. Yeah. So what we're saying is, Echo the dolphin should have had a backpack. What we're saying is, Echo the dolphin's a dolphin, and you know. But what I like about Echo the dolphin, and it, it was a popular trope on games of that era, where the formula was name the animal. So Echo yeah. the dolphin, Sonic the hedgehog, Bubsy the bobcat was another one as well. What? It's a good. Uh, that was another game I played, uh, I and it was a good real. one. So I'm going to tell you guys some names of. Mega Drive games that I've just made up and I would like you to tell me what this game would be like like okay. what would you have to do what are the rules uh, this is good I think because with these kind of ideas we're going to get rich in the 90s yeah, you know, that's this, is, true. this is a good thing to do so first of all <laughs> Clive the Starfish what is that game all about um well we didn't want to make it too similar to Echo the Dolphin do we no no that's the not. first thing Maybe Clive the Starfish, um, he watches the TV a lot um, on his sofa underwater, and then one time he gets sucked into the TV, and then he's right. in space. Ah. My question is, can he, can he throw himself at people like a shuriken? Yes, is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he can. It could be like Excellent. Shinobi. It could be like Shinobi. It's a great game. What, what, what's he got to collect? What's his collectibles, Clive? He collects antiques. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> All right. That'd be really boring to kids, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then he takes them to uh, auction to try and make a profit. Try and make a so profit. he just moved into a new home and he was watching TV because that was the first thing that got set up, but it was left there by the previous owners. And he's trying to furnish his new home that he's moved into because it's bigger. He's upgraded it to a bigger house. He needs more furniture. Or much more likely, he's watched so much TV yeah. that he's watched all the antiques programs. So he thinks, yeah. I know, I could, um, I could live this. make a load of money. So you're essentially saying this is cash in the attic. <laughs> he gets sucked into the TV and he ends up in space. But he ends <laughs> think, up oh, on a planet... Which has got loads I, of antiques. I think that whole sucked into the TV and in space part is kind of unnecessary. You could just have a guy with antiques. All right, what about this? Louise, the Komodo dragon. I feel that one's going to be a bit more like a Hercules type. No, not Hercules. What was it? Um, yeah. But you basically, you have to go on like an impossible quest. 
Yeah. Um, Are we saying that Louise is going to be a kind of uh, ancient Greek hero? Yes, or she's going to be like the uh, um, things you rode in uh, Golden Axe. Okay, like a big um, armoured lizard. A bit like That'd Battle Cat from He-Man. What's your quest? What are you questing about? I think you've got to go get gold because dragons like gold. They do. They love gold. Or maybe she's opening a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what, what? She needs gold for the startup capital to open her restaurant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the backstory. That's what you get at the beginning. Oh my god, I can't open this restaurant without all the gold. And you're saying there's a giant, there's an evil uh, shopping centre conglomerate that's trying to buy up the property she's going to do to turn into her restaurant. Walmart. So her quest is to steal their gold and destroy yeah. them, so she can open up her family-run local restaurant that's going to cater to the whims of the local community and support this is, them. It's going to be an Oscar-nominated movie, I think, from Rags to Riches. <laughs> It's everything from Terminator 2 through to um, Terminator 3. Something that has Komodo Dragons as a star, which I can't think. I don't remember Terminator 2, him opening up a small family-run restaurant. <laughs> no, but he, he destroyed a lot of evil corporations. Uh, the order was sublime. <laughs> I'll be back. Is that racist? Is it yeah. racist? It is racist to Terminators, yes. Um, what about Alfred the Fungus? That is one of those shit puzzly games where the fungus, he has to like try and completely cover a human to kill it. <laughs> to kill it? I was going to say, that sounds asshole. terrible, but you somehow sold me on that as a premise. <laughs> right. And it's a bit like what, a like, human. You know, like. Um, games you know games where you have to like hit a ball against the wall or something in it yeah shit game you know, that's a shit game like simple <laughs> game hands. like that yeah and he just has to spread by yeah. doing shit like fighting antibodies but with, uh, yeah. with mini puzzle games oh, so it's gonna be shit is um is it is this all specifically to kill one man because i'd like to know who is that man and what has he done to deserve this it's the man from Del Monte. The man from Del Monte. Oh no! What about the Alf- Alfred the Fungus? He has to. Um, he's a, he aspires to get a degree and graduate. <laughs> right. Um, by killing men. That's how he funds his degree. That's the backstory. <laughs> right. He has to a kill a man. This is just a flashback, <laughs> and then okay. right at the end, he's in an exam, and he just can't do it. <laughs> Because he's thinking about all those bad things he's done to get that far. I like it. And uh, the There's... happy ever after is that because he's like sort of realised what a terrible person he was. He, he, he's stupid. He's a fungus. He doesn't need a degree. And he just goes <laughs> off and he um, he lives in a um, what are those things called in labs? Pet- petri petri dish. dish. Yeah, he just gets a, re- a retirement home petri dish. Next to the sea somewhere. Uh, I like. I thought you were going to say the happy ending was that he gets his degree and lives off the happy ending. It's just he knows he doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean he did I kill a it. man. He hasn't he really paid for that. But did you just that did you just devalue education, Rich? Uh, I think education devalued itself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? I didn't understand uh, well. what that meant, but it got a reaction. <laughs> what about Stephen the stapler? He, oh, this is going to be good. He's like, a, yeah. he, when he walks along, he's like a staple gun. Like, I think it would be a very admin-based game. Okay. He's got a staple, th- shoot his staples out, like a staple gun at some documents, yeah. stick them together, and then file them. That's boring, oh. though, isn't it? 
Well, he's not, he traversing you... through an office world, and he has to stay yes. more documents together. So he's firing staples. Is it a two D platformer? Yeah, it, yeah, yes. two D platformers. He jumps over desks and you know slides through fire doors and up and down stairwells and has <laughs> <Right>. to <laughs> collect all the rogue pieces of paper by stapling them together. <laughs> yeah, and the bad and, guy's uh, a hole punch. And he needs to stop him from um, the hole punchers trying to get rid of all the paper, like by oh. punching holes in all of it. <laughs> I mean, he's not getting rid of it; he's just <laughs> distributing it differently. But is it not the photo? It's the fo- final boss, not the photocopier for just you know making more paper of needless copies of things which aren't attached yeah. to anything. Just, he's just spraying them out all over the office. Yeah. Someone's accidentally printed a hundred copies instead of ten, and they're just. <laughs> going all over he missed he saw an email about um like not printing shit out for the environment (laughs) and he went fucking nuts so the state email said the email said please consider the environment before (laughs) printing this email and the spent the the, the photocopy went consider this (laughs) oh it was massacre that's the backstory and and the the state stapler's gotta like get the office back into one sheet at a time. It's like an overly <laughs> funky soundtrack, like Toe Jam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all slap bass. <laughs> <laughs> but like eight bit slap bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Not a real slap bass. <laughs> I want to play that. And at the end of each level, you can go and see Mickey the Paperclip, who uh, sells you. <laughs> he sells you upgrades and extra. Is he the stationary monitor? He's got the keys yeah. to the stationary <laughs> cupboards and he unlocks it and yeah. gives you more staples. It's also got an attitude. This pencil got an eraser. Looks like this guy needs to be rubbed out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Any power-ups for your stapler, though? Do you like special staples to do things? Have different powers? <laughs> yeah. Yes. One, some of them are on fire. Bronze staple, gold staple. Yeah. They just do exactly the same thing, but they're made of the different metals, so it makes you feel yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, and as we all know, if you get enough gold, you can start up your own restaurant chain. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge Charlie, Challenge Charlie is the section where we give Charlie a challenge and he has to do it. He has to do it. Otherwise, he is physically killed. We're up in the stakes this week. How do you feel about that, Charlie? Um, this is new information to me. We'll see what well, happens. Well, just try your best. This week, the challenge is all about water. And water way... I'm just going to do the same pun again. <laughs> same one. pun again. Same you pun need again. One. <laughs> and water way <laughs> to do this challenge than an underwater singing challenge. Now, as much as we would love to submerge our actual heads in water just not going to be feasible with the electronic recording equipment so instead me and rich are going to gargle some songs for charlie charlie has then got to guess what the song is does that sound like does that sound fair i don't know about fair Uh, it depends what the songs are and whether i know them in the first place which it should be fine because they're all from the man from del monte's greatest hits they're all about small sections of tinned fruit so don't worry about it Um, okay uh rich would you like to go first mango tango that's (laughs) one of the songs anyway yeah go on then can i just ask gurgling um yeah am i sort of 
singing words or am I like humming? Good question. Do you know what I mean? Because you can sort of speak when you gurgle. You can go. Mm. I tell you what. Try speaking. And we'll see how easy it so is. So much water in your mouth that it's completely unintelligible. Oh, I need at okay. least a melody. Come on. This yeah. is right. Um, are you going to tell me in secret then? No, I haven't decided any songs, oh, man. You've got to make them up. <laughs> okay, yeah. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> this is so planned. Can I just do any song, then? And then after yeah, whatever theme. you like. I've got one already, obviously. Can you Go at least do something I might know? Hmm. No. <laughs> Go on, Rich. I'm going to spit this everywhere. Hang on. Gross. I have no fucking idea. Oh. <laughs> definitely, are you trying to do words? No. Okay. I genuinely think like that coming. Rich has no idea what he's doing, let alone you. Everywhere, you'll kick yourself. <laughs> really? Will I? <laughs> no, not. Go on, Charlie. Have you got a guess? I have no idea what that could have been. I mean, genuinely, oh. not not a clue. A guess? No, I, I it could have been Come anything. On. That was just the most nonsensical crap I've heard in ages. It was a big hit. <laughs> big hit? Can you think of any big hits? <laughs> <laughs> not that Rich Go would know, know well enough to do that. Go on then, Rich. Put us out of our misery. What was it? Sing us to uh, as it's meant to be sounded. I'll sing like. it. What gargled again? <laughs> no, it was. Yeah. No. I believe I can fly. No, it wasn't. Ah. I believe I can touch the sky. It genuinely was Brilliant. not that. About it every nine days. I actually preferred the gargled version. All right, Charlie. Number two. Are you ready? Is it me again, or is it you? It's going to be me this time. Are you ready? Here we go. Spillage. That's impossible. I I almost actually choked. I spit water all down my pants. I just, I was trying to lean, oh, I can barely breathe. I was trying to lean back to get it more into the mic and I just ch- choked. <laughs> so apologies. <laughs> Any ideas? Not really. <laughs> that was difficult. I couldn't get that. <laughs> was it? Okay. Are you going to have a guess, Charlie? Have a guess. No, I, I, I have not. You guys don't seem to understand quite how unintelligible it's a big they, hit. they are. It's a big hit. <laughs> Go on, a guess a big hit. hit. <laughs> Get a big hit. We only do big Can you do it again? <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. I know what it is! Really? Yeah? Yeah, I do. Charlie, would you like to defer to Rich? I would love to defer to Rich, because I have no idea. Go on then, Rich, what is it? Uh, is it No Scrub? Correct! By <laughs> nice. TLC, is Let's it? hear that, how it was meant to sound. 
Sorry. <laughs> so you're not doing it with words, you're just no, doing it with a really terrible one, melody. No, I don't scrubs. A scrub is, is a guy that can't get no love from me. Did sing the words. of his best friend's ride. <laughs> Trying to holler at me. Uh, all right, none out of two. Rich, have you got another one for him? Uh, yeah. Um, this is the worst challenge you've made me do. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> this is not looking good. Charlie's going to be physically killed. <laughs> Ah, I know it. (laughs) Ah, that is easy, man, Charlie. Do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Careful, don't choke. I need a new batch. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) It's exhausting. <laughs> it was a big hit. It's a big it's hit. Big, big <laughs> have, you got, hit. <laughs> have you got any ideas, Charlie? I, I have no idea whatsoever. Think of a big hit. <laughs> Go on. Do you want me to? Do you want to defer to me? Because I know this one. I knew it from the second line. Yeah, I'll defer to you because I have no idea. It's "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Don't stop believing. Go on, Rich. Do it again. Lonely world. That is not what you sang the first time round. Uh, it is, Charlie. Yeah, listen back. It totally is. Listen back. When listen we listen back, 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 you'll see that you're wrong. When we listen back, yeah. we'll think. Let's record that and release it again. <laughs> As a single. <laughs> As an album. <laughs> All the different versions. Slightly different. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, all right. Are you ready? Yeah. And the idea? Mm. You know, it's, it's like a big the best hit. water. It's a big hit. All right, one more time. That's like that, you're drowning Dan, and more like Dan, a sing. Was it a big hit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big, a big hit. That's amazing. <laughs> you gotta get that, Charlie. If you can't get that, you are we've actually found something you're really it, bad at. Is it is it Michael Jackson? What song? It's not thriller, is it? No. Imagine Dan's on the dance floor but underwater gargling, doing a moonwalk. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. Michael Jackson. Why, why would Michael Jackson be gargling? Do you want me to gargle the bass line? If you could. That would be gig gargled. Lady. This is brilliant. Can I do it? It's really hard. Let me have a game. Yeah, go on, have a go. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, there you go. Come on, what is it, Charlie? It's Billy Jean by Michael Jackson. Hey! Yeah, well done. Well, we'll suspend the killing for this time, but Charlie, that was poor, and you know it was poor. <laughs> it was what are you going to do to improve? Um, well, Listen to more hits underwater. Yeah, listen to more, more hits <laughs> underwater, I think. Flat 29, have a fortnightly podcast. I download it quick. 
Water can be a right dickhead. Floods, <sighs> tidal waves, hurricane sandies. Admittedly, wind was the main culprit there, but water was a player, major player yeah. in the whole thing. So how can we fight back against the watery menace? Umbrellas. <laughs> Correct. That's the beginning. Galoshes. Yes. Take that. Fire. Waterproof no. trousers. That don't work. Waterproof trousers. What can we put on our faces? Um, a frown. We could just get in a, a waterproof bag. Just get in one. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Ah. What are those masks that burn victims wear that are plastic? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say, them. let's be a burn victim? No. I misheard no. you. I misheard you. <laughs> no, that is not what I said at all. Well, let's say nightmare scenario. A tidal wave is coming to hit us here in the UK. What can we do to keep it away? Go away. Build a really big wall. Yeah, yeah. out of sausage rolls. Ah, they're quite uh, porous, are they not? Yeah, they're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. <This is> shit. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not the best building material. No, they're not, are they? But, you know, when we're all they're nice. dying, we can have a sausage roll. That's true, isn't it? <laughs> and about true. it. What about some bread that's not very... Can't go soggy very easily? Like You're just... You're only choosing things that can like, go soggy. Like concrete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what just a really is. strong bread. <laughs> it is, isn't it, basically? Can't we just put Holland in the way? Is there, um... Is there grades of bread? Like, you know how you get grades of pencil? Like HB, B, H... Well, I think it, it, it's, it's done on uh, the density of the crust, isn't yeah. it? So you go crusty yeah. bloomer. Into, oh, crusty you know. bloomer. So is that what we're going to use? <laughs> crusty bloomer we'll use. Yeah, one end is the crusty bloomer. Batch roll at the other end. Crusty all the way. Sorry, Charlie. Holland. Holland? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Charlie, right, that was your then, cue. <laughs> I think we've dealt with Holland's that. Holland's below sea level, so it'll just trip it up. Trip it up. Uh, will it have I think that's gonna do we need to put a really high country in the way. Like uh Holland, they're really high. Right? Am hey, I right? He's <laughs> Am I right? Drugs. Am I right? Yeah, you are sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Uh, what what about what are you gonna say, Rich? Um <laughs> he was going to no. say nothing. It was serious. <laughs> no, it was serious. You know, yeah. like, you can use water for power, can't you? We could sure. use the water that's coming to power mm. some sort of machine to counteract the water, like a chicken and egg scenario. Fight it with its own medicine. Mm. So, like, yeah. it, all the water bangs into something first, which powers yeah. a machine to suck it. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, finished the idea. That's the genius. All right, well, how about this? Tidal wave coming to us from the west. We get on the other side, create a massive tidal wave from the east, smack into each other, uh, cancel each other out. Cancels each other out and we'll be fine. And we'll be fine? <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Maybe. I mean, I'm no oceanographer. Never claimed to be. What about a big fat hose? Um... <laughs> Go on. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, 
What about it? Um, we suck up all the water from the tidal wave and shoot it into space. Oh, nice. Yes, that's good because space isn't is... this a bit like your piss hose idea? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping yeah. you're going to say that, but not with. Go back to chapter 11 on the environment if you want to know more about that, listeners. And yeah, I just remembered the number of the chapter. But also, space is very dry. Too dry. Well, I'm not sure it is dry, is it? I mean, obviously there's an absence of moisture, but is it technically dry? I've never been. Never been. I've never been. (laughs) Never been. (laughs) It's a vacuum. There's not really anything there. It's not wet or dry. There's nothing there. Could we duck? Mm, Yeah, but then... Yeah, we could duck. Well, if if we all sort of, like, push the earth underneath it no you couldn't duck mm, because the wave goes down if the landfall docked underneath it oh. oh forget it then <laughs> he's ripping a bit of paper there what about if we all had shoes that float on water yeah sponge feet nah Crocs. that wouldn't work would it oh no not sponges sponge feet. the opposite why don't <laughs> we all tie bricks to ourselves and jump off <laughs> 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 <Tape>. <laughs> <laughs> be a quick way to uh, end it all. <laughs> it, it? That's all the problem. <laughs> the, the slightest sign of a disaster. Let's just all kill ourselves. <laughs> it's one way out. <laughs> it's it's one not way really out. the spirit of what we're trying to do here, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> what about, like, what's upsetting about water? Right, it's a powerful force. It can ruin our homes and our living spaces. <laughs> And at yeah. worst, it can kill us, right? Yeah. So the yeah. two things we need to do is make it so that it can't damage our homes. So what we will do yeah. is we won't have land. We'll just all live on water. Flats. Oh, right. Okay. So everything is ready. At, like, all the cities are just, like, basically a Noah's Ark waiting to happen. But that that yeah. is actually the plot from Waterworld, surely. <laughs> I haven't watched Waterworld, <laughs> but is that the I plan? The second thing is we need to stop dying... We need to get rid of Stop drowning. Dying. <laughs> get rid of drowning. So how are we going to do that? Well, we need to develop as humans so that we can breathe underwater, don't we? Which they say we yeah. probably will do. Again, the plot of Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld. Could, could I seriously we... say I've never watched Waterworld. I want, want to see it now. Has it got Kevin's Costner in it? It does have Kevin Costner in it. <laughs> Did he get a Kevin Oscar? Kevin No, Costner he didn't. He got, Oscar. he got his Oscars for uh, Dance with Wolves. But just to uh, make it clear, they were not for acting. What are the wolves? <laughs> <laughs> wolves are not me? for acting. <laughs> but that's just what they'll do. <laughs> Some of these days, these wolves are going to act all over you. <laughs> this wolf is acting up. Excuse me, sir. My wolf is acting up. Um, well, how would... Okay, I think that's a pretty good plan, isn't it? Stop it, drowning. Stop just drowning. stop it. Stop drowning. Just going, I'll stop being so silly. Just get on with it. That I that's sh- what I'd... I sh- you should be a lifeguard. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's day one. Stop drowning. Yeah. Stop drowning. That's how you do it. For my next section, I've written down the word aquariums, and then I've put in capital letters, fish jail, question mark. Any thoughts? What, do you think the fish are in jail? Well, they're there against their will. <laughs> yeah, I think they've committed so what a crime. Ha- so the system is, um, yeah. in the ocean, 
yeah. you um you're innocent until proven guilty in the ocean. <laughs> so yeah. you go to um court, which is ruled by King Triton. King Trident. Trident, yeah. yeah. He's Is that right? No. Is it Trident or Triton? <laughs> I got it right. Did I get it right? Yeah, I think what I am I talking about? Right. Charlie, you're the uh, little mermaid aficionado. He has a trident because he uses that for ru- ruling the seas. But oh, okay. And yeah. it's a nuclear missile. He's known alternatively as King Triton slash Neptune slash okay. something else. Well, anyway, well, just to anyway. paint the picture quickly, Nemo yeah. um, has been doing some graffiti on, um, <laughs> on Summit Under the Sea at the Barrier Reef. The um, and King Triton says, that's it, I sentence you to 10 years in a goldfish bowl. Um, yeah. He's taken into remand, which is a pet shop, and, right. <laughs> and then, like, a human buys him, and he's basically like a visual slave. <laughs> <laughs> What's he... Please unpack the term visual slave. I'm really intrigued. What does it mean? Well, he's a slave, but just for visual purposes. <laughs> what? So what? His, his slaving is just looking at him. Is that what you mean? <laughs> I've got it all wrong. Basically, he's only used for show, isn't he? He's just for the human yeah. to go, oh, there's a fish. Sure. Sure, sure. Feeding the fish comes second, doesn't it? Overlooking at the fish. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I have some questions about this. <laughs> okay, go on then. Okay. Not specifically about Rich's thing, that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, it's do, solid. Do fish plan. have free will anyway? Oh. What about free willy? That's pretty conclusive, I think. Fair point, fair yeah. point. I like <laughs> that's- it. Would they remember? I mean, if if goldfish memories are so short, does that not apply to lots of other fish as well? I mean, would they remember whether they were, you know, swimming from one end of a tank to another? Do they really notice? Well, it would mean that very quickly jail would become all they know, Charlie. So if you put them back in the ocean, they would just they wouldn't cope. They get institutionalized. They get institutionalized. I'm used to going past that bridge again and again. And you put them in the ocean, they'd forget where they were ten seconds ago. So it'd be fine. They wouldn't know. Yeah, they'd think they were just having a great time. Yeah, that is a good point. It works both ways. I mean, are they not? They're trapped in the sea anyway. They're they're imprisoned by the land as it is. So, (laughs) imprisoned by the land to an extent. Yeah, Uh, it's quite quite big though. Um, Well, do you think that the fish like it in an aquarium? Do you like it? Yeah, I mean, I have fun. Do you? I get a little brochure. Yeah, I don't know. That's the problem. We can't speak to them, can we? We can't can speak, speak to, to them. Dogs. We can't. We can't speak for them either. No. no. End of the section. No. <laughs> well, if there are any fish listening, I'm intrigued to know. And also, right, what? How can you tell if a fish is happy or sad, though? <sighs> can't. They're always so fucking miserable. They are. They're what always about, moaning. What crime do you think an eel committed? Um, public masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Purpling masturbation. Yeah. Yes. That's just That's embarrassing, just... not a crime. <laughs> no, I think it is a crime. Is it? <laughs> I do it all yeah, the time. Def- definitely is. Anyway. What crime do you think a hermit crab committed? Um, Good game, isn't it? Stole the crown jewels. I, I like this. I like this game. Well, a fish. What, what I crime think... did they commit? <laughs> 
should we mount a Great Escape style breakout? I'm just thinking now, Dan, getting sort of back a bit. Yeah. Um, to punishments for fish. Can we include <laughs> yeah. like batter and breadcrumb and things like that? All the things because yeah. we eat fish as humans. We do eat fish. Eat fish. And all all the fish that we eat have committed a crime. And they're all depending on the crime depends on how they're served. What's their crime? Being delicious. <laughs> yeah, their crime is being delicious. <laughs> yeah, these fish are outrageously. <laughs> I sentence you to batter. <laughs> yeah, basically. And that's probably the worst, isn't it? I'd rather be breadcrumbed. That's a lot more yeah. humane. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It is, it really is. <laughs> then you got the indignity of being covered in lemon. Mm. Uh, maybe you'd like that, though, because it's good vitamin C. You're not going to get scurvy, are you? I was going to burn when it gets in the eyes, though, isn't it? And they've got those big, boggly eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'll skeep them out. Well, well in like summary... Like one of those cards that you get, you know, where you shake it about and the eyes rattle. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> well, well, in summary, Charlie, aquarium, yes or no? As a prison for fish? Yes, yes. or no? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rich, yes or no? No. Oh, oh well listener I will I will open this one up to the floor. Please write us in. Aquarium yes or no. In the subject line to your email, please write aquariums and then in the body of your email just write the words yes or no. Podcast at flatterand.com. Let's see uh, what kind of results I'll get into that. Is that your new thing? Big, deep questions <laughs> with a nonsensical <laughs> response. I just think... There's no defined you know, criteria. He's just going to ask flippant questions. You can be talking about these things until the cows come home. It's not, it's not like... Are <laughs> like, aquariums like, morally right? Yes or no? no. It's not that. It's just that's aquariums. Not what I'm yes or no? <laughs> not what I'm interested in. I want clear-cut, <laughs> black-and-white answers. What about if I said well, bananas, yes or no, and you yes. said yes, and yes. the actual background to it was bananas <laughs> up your ass or something. I don't know. Just, I'd you know. stand by my answer. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> uh, emails, yes or no? <clears throat> yes. All right, let's read some emails. Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. Let's see who's been getting in touch with us in the last while since our previous podcast. Uh, what I'd like to mainly focus on today is the world of job applications, because we at Flat29 have a burgeoning staff. We like to recruit more people to our ever-growing Which team. Which I don't think we're utilising at all. We, they, they're mainly self-directed staff. They do go about their duties. They sort of exist in the ether, but don't do shit for us. Yeah, I, I feel like on some level we're benefiting from their employment and we're paying them a load the thing so is I, I, really I have been evaluating the expenses claims and I yeah. will be in touch with a few of you soon it's not getting unnoticed well uh, we have had uh, some uh, job applications from namely first of all from Morgan Farina Kirby uh, Morgan Farina Kirby would originally like to be a official alpaca tamer she says I should be Flat29's official alpaca, t- alpaca tamer, or OAT, or OAT, because I live at an alpaca, alpaca, I can't even say it, an alpaca farm, and I know what they look like. <laughs> so, But everyone knows what an alpaca looks like. That's the, that's the minimum requirement to working <laughs> at an alpaca farm, I think. 
what do you think? That is the entirety of our application. I don't think that's particularly good. I mean, I know what an alpaca looks like. Yeah. We got one of those, Morgan. You should send us in with another job request. Oh, wait, you have. Because Morgan Farina Kirby also sent in another job application very shortly afterwards for a different job. She would like to apply for the roll-off. And I think this might have... We didn't read out her last one for a while because we're reading it out now. And so then she sent in another one applying for the roll-off, being the useless girl that stands in the corner and does nothing. Ah, we need one of them. (laughs) Yeah, we We do need one of them. Her reasons for applications are, you should hire me because I'm small, cute and lovable and I don't do much. I refuse to work holidays and school days. I do need an education. What do you think? I don't know. That doesn't sound like she's committed to the job. Mm. That's a lot of time off. She wants an education there and we've got to admire that. But do we know she's using her education? What's the point in getting to school if your job is just to stand in the corner and (laughs) and do nothing? You might as well just be a vegetable. Welcome to the team. <laughs> Welcome. That was an inspiring <laughs> day one speech from the manager. You may as well be a vegetable. It's a learning that trade is a very vocational thing, isn't it? You've just got to learn by doing, I think. So I tell you what, Morgan, can you please stand in the corner and do nothing for, let's say, a year, uh, then get back to us? And if you've done well, you're on the team. Maybe there's a actually though, maybe it's not vocational and there's a lot of theory. Is there? Uh, it's a textbook on like, oh, what corner are you going to stand in and do nothing? You know? <laughs> what if there's all... furniture in the corner? How do you get more into the corner? It's not so as obvious as we first <laughs> thought, I think. It's quite difficult. And what about if someone's. What if you really want to do something? You know, you're right. really pressured to do something, but obviously your job is to do nothing. Like, what if yeah. we're all getting stabbed? <laughs> and, and, uh, this is one of the tests on the course. Yeah. We are getting stabbed in front of her face. But if she intervenes and tries to help us, she, she fails. Yeah, she loses her job. <laughs> well, what about Paul Jeffrey? Uh, he has applied for the role of chaos organiser. Okay. He says the following... With the current use of organised chaos in today's culture, it saddens me how many people don't know how to properly organise their chaos. If you hire me, I can guarantee that I will make your chaotic melodies all the more enjoyable. I won't require much in terms of payment. Just give me a welding torch, a live bore, a screwdriver, an 18-year supply of fireworks, and ensure that you're accountable for my actions, and put me to work. Uh, What's he on about? Is there a lot of organised chaos in today's society? I don't know. Oh, it's unorganised chaos, surely. And, uh, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we need more. You're just talking about life is like organised chaos, isn't it? Yeah, we're all so. We're all about is to it? die. Well, it's not very chaotic. And we're doing loads of shit. I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> what about this of... crazy rider he's asking for? Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> sure about this li- us being liable for him. I mean, that, that's, that sounds a bit, a bit much. Fireworks are expensive. Oh, well, I think, yeah, I think given the autonomous nature of his role, he has to at least be liable for himself. Yeah, I think you're right. Charlie's a legal expert. Uh, he can say those sort of things, and no one can stop him. But he would like a welding torch, a life bore, a screwdriver. Have, we, have anyone? Have you got any of those? I've got a screwdriver. Yeah, I've got a screwdriver. Mm. Yeah, I've got one. I've got many. Yeah. yeah, I've got a few actually as well. 
If you'd like to do something more screwdriver-based, Paul, then please get back in touch. But if not, I'm afraid we're going to have to decline. Uh, have we ever turned anyone down before? I feel a bit bad. This is like the third person we turned down today. <laughs> okay, all right then. Uh, we also got an application in from Mike Card. Mike Card says... Is that his real name? I don't know. It sounds brilliant, doesn't it? But I'm not quite sure what it means. Mike Card. It's like Mike Card. Mike Card. Mike Card says... <laughs> Mike Card. Um, all of my personal details. Mike Card is going to apply for the role of phenomenal physicist or chief chemist. He says... I am a physics student at uni. I also have a chemistry A-level, and I was always better at chemistry than physics. I could help with any physics or chemistry-based items that occur in the podcast. Right. Uh, How often do those kind of issues come up? Well, sometimes... Not that often. ...when we're, like, a bit angry with each other, there's, like, bad chemistry. (laughs) There is, isn't it? And he could could sort it out. He could say, like, you know, Rich, have a bit of... Do a litmus test or something. I don't know. I I have a question. (laughs) He's he's a chemist. (laughs) If he's better at chemistry, why is he doing physics at university? Maybe we need to sort him oh, out yeah. first. I mean, that, that sounds stupid. There's some weird chemistry you going on between... I mean, There's a backstory in yeah. that statement, isn't there? I mean, I did chemistry A-level. Well, that's not true. I did chemistry AS. I didn't make it all the way to A-level. Well, for that extra year, we could probably do with him. I mean, how much does he want for it? We can probably pay him in, Freedom. like, I don't know, molecules. We could pay him in, like, coloured water. Yeah, <laughs> and he can pop it in test tubes. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, if you're up for that... Uh, Mike Card, then uh, please get in touch. If you would like to apply for a Flat 29 vacancy, please go to flat29.com slash vacancies and apply for any job you will like. And we might not be so harsh on you as we have been today, but, uh, you know, you've got to keep them on their toes. Yeah, I like this format now for the letters. I like the scrutiny. <laughs> yeah. We used to just sort of like go, oh, that's a comment and like embellish. Now we're really like, yeah. would we employ these people? <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're taking it really seriously. Resources are limited now, aren't they? <laughs> you know, it's difficult to yeah. get a job now. There's a lot of unemployment. Um, we're living in austerity Britain. We can't. We haven't got a job for everyone. So no. you know, put some more effort into your applications. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> this just got real. <laughs> Finally, uh, Rich, you at the start of this podcast said you'd like to talk about something, so I've written down on my piece of paper here just the words, let's talk about sea monsters. Shall we? Yeah, go on then. Uh, What do you want to talk about? Well, the most obvious one I know, and it's not really in the sea, is the Loch Ness Monster, and it may not even exist. But there's a lot of, you know, there's no smoke without monster, as the <laughs> saying goes. Famous saying goes. The guy who uh, took the famous picture of the Loch Ness yeah. Monster, which you see often when you do a Google image search for it, apparently admitted on his deathbed that it was a fake. What, no so, shit. It kind of sucks, doesn't it? Well, obviously he was lying to protect, <laughs> to right. protect the legend. <laughs> A quick deathbed lie. You hear about them all the time. Don't don't people keep Uh, saying it's a, you know, a plesiosaur or something from back in... I would love that. uh, The Jurassic period or something. There's some sort of 
I'm sure you'll correct me if I pick it. It wrong. would be awesome, though, wouldn't it, if it existed? Would, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah. What would you do? Probably hunt it down and make it into soup. Seems the only obvious thing. <laughs> I would want to saddle it and ride it. <laughs> yeah, that's a very like good a dragon, idea. Yes, in the like sea. a dragon. <laughs> yes. Like An a angry, dragon. angry dragon. <laughs> hey, Rich, do you know any other sea monsters? Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you just googled a load it's just like big monsters in the sea no I don't to be honest I've seen programs no. there's a program called um, sea monsters can't remember what it's called but it's about <laughs> fishermen that get like really big fish but they're not you, yeah. you know they call them monsters <laughs> but do they they're just big mm. what's the line what's the line yeah. fishing line usually <laughs> Alright. Well What about the bad guy in the little mermaid? Ah. Oh, and what she nice. she's like an octopus or something, isn't she? Something like that. Yeah. Sylvia Ursula. the octopus. Ursula, yeah, that's Ursula, it. Yeah. Um, do you think that there are A too many sea monsters? B just the right amount. C not enough sea monsters. Oh no, we need more. Yeah, I agree. I think C. we need more. No, A. No, C. Is that A? <laughs> I can't remember what you forgotten. said. I wasn't listening. I've forgotten. I've forgotten. I'll tell you what. I, <laughs> know, you how, something... I know how this topic's going to end. Sea monsters. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> well, you know, well, we're discussing it now. So make up your mind <laughs> yeah, while course, we're doing it. So if there's not enough, uh, what could we realistically do? I mean, more more toxic waste dumps might help what so we can yep. genetically fuck up some fish <laughs> yeah yeah why don't we just do that with humans though just yeah. be easier let's just fucking do some sh- crazy experiments <laughs> it's fine it's fine i'm glad you underwater agree. that's a good point dan yeah uh, you can't, uh, you can't that? get in trouble if you do things underwater can you <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> if you do, if you do a wee in the sea, that's fine. That's uh, fine. But what if you do a murder in the sea? Fine. It's neutral, isn't it? Is it though? I don't know. Because where isn't there like territories even in the sea? International waters. Is there any middle ground where no one owns it? What does happen, Charlie, legal expert, if you commit a murder in international waters? Charlie, I'm thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would think that you would then try under the International Court of something or other human rights. Yeah, International Criminal Court, the one they used oh. to do war criminals. If you just get into the middle of the ocean, the deepest bit yeah. in the middle, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're miles away. No one's going to get yeah. you there. Just kill as many yeah, people as you right. want. Do some experiments. <laughs> You have to get him out there first. Oh, yeah, we've got an underground layer. It's fine. I think NATO would come after you or something. How are you going to convince the people to follow you into the middle of the ocean? Well, we'll just drag them and (laughs) take them in a sub. So you have to commit a crime to get them there. (laughs) The classic drug them and sub them. That's not a crime, Charlie. That's just a bit of encouragement. You're saying kidnapping is a crime? (laughs) Drugging and kidnapping. No, it's just just all fun and games. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the real crimes start underwater. <laughs> the real crimes. Like, you think that's a crime? You don't it's know like crime. Come for the ride. <laughs> the real crime starts underwater. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so what I'm basically saying is yeah. genetically modify a human underwater because that's fine. <laughs> it is fine, isn't it? Well, that's a good uh, that's a good conclusion then. So, of course, I mean, what do you think? Maybe we should just wrap up the whole thing by saying, Charlie, water, yes or no? Yes. Good. Rich, water, yes or no? No. Oh, that's a controversial decision. <laughs> that's really controversial, but I don't want you to explain it. So we'll leave that hanging. <laughs> and we will see you on the next chapter of Flat 29's Big Book of Everything. But make sure you listen out on the Fist Bumping podcast feed at flat29.com slash fistbumping for a whole load of sketches all about water, possibly involving murder. I don't know. We haven't written them yet. We'll <laughs> and or see. semen. <laughs> and or semen. Almost definitely involving some form of semen water way to end same <laughs> again, to end this podcast <laughs> and we will see you in a roundabout probably a little bit longer than but not too much a month's time bye, bye. flat 29's big book of everything another topic down a millions to go We've covered that in enormous detail There's nothing else you could possibly want to know Anyway, um, this friend of mine said she got an email where somebody had said Coolio uh, about meeting her somewhere and I said, did you say, I'll see you when you get there? <laughs> that is a good see, joke <laughs> Now I, th- I thought that was poor but still hilarious yeah. and um, she uh, had no idea what I was talking about I think there is only a very small percentage of people who remember that Coolio song. <laughs> it's the problem. Everyone remembers know, Gangsters Paradise. Come on, there was only he had he had like two hits. One was Gangsters Paradise, and one was I'll see you when you get there. So like, I'll see you when you get there. I'll see you when you get there. Yeah, it was great, but no.